Hello and welcome to episode 001 of the Folkloristic Podcast about stories. Stories that we love to hear and stories that we want to tell. My name is Bernie and I am your host. So this is episode one and we're kicking this off with a book review. And we'll be featuring Patrick Ness's book and soon-to-be-major motion picture, A Monster Calls. Oh, and we're going to talk a little bit about yew trees. So I'm glad you're here. So I'm going to be periodically reviewing books that I read and books that I read and like. So unlike a true book review, I'm not going to review books that I don't recommend. We may look at some negative aspects of books or particular books, but it will be more or less a a, a positive recommendation and endorsement. This book also may not be recent. Uh, It may be something that was written some time ago. It may be something that uh, might even be a classic. Um, So I just want to make sure you know that this isn't going to be a, a review of the most recent bestsellers. I have a bias for fantasy fiction, so many of these will be stories uh, connected with fantasy fiction. I want to try to make all of these reviews have some connection with folklore, and uh, we'll we'll be trying to do that. So today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the book A Monster Calls by Patrick Ness. So in order to kind of kick this thing off, I actually want to make a little bit of a confession. Here we go. My mother, like all mothers, I suppose, used to drag my brother and I to those kinds of stores where mothers take their children to be tortured. You know the kind, right? Buildings with large open interiors stacked with large rolls of fabric or high shelves with china plates and crystal glasses. Okay, so... Here's where, as an adult, I begin to question my mental stability. Because, well, when I was a kid, I regularly entertained fantasies of destruction. I I don't know if I should be publicly admitting this or not. Could I even now be institutionalized? I don't know. But as a little boy, I, I felt I would could find some sort of emotional satisfaction if... In the midst of my utter boredom, I could take a baseball bat to the entire China department. Shards of broken glass clinking to the floor. Then I could follow this demonstration of devastation by watching yards and yards of paisley fabric go up in smoke. Cool. I I mean, yikes. Why would anybody think that? I did as a kid. I hate to admit it, but I did. I hope some of you maybe thought... Things like that? I don't know. But I do sincerely hope and pray that I'm not the only kid who ever thought like this. Of course, full disclosure, I never acted out on my fantasies, which is good, and maybe why one doesn't end up in a group home for troubled children. This could be part of the reason why my juvenile delinquent imagination was captured by Patrick Ness's children's young adult novel, A Monster Calls which is set to be released in theaters as a major film in January of 2017, and I'm super excited about that. I'll put the trailer in the show notes, and you can check it out because it looks fantastic. It's beautifully filmed, at least on the trailer. Of course, Nessa's story is about a boy who also entertains destructive fantasies, but 
for reasons that are far more understandable than simply being bored in a fabric store. This beautifully written and deeply moving story is about a boy named Connor and how he's dealing with the grief that is accompanying his mother's terminal illness. His companion in grief, oddly enough, is a tree-like monster. The first line of the story is brilliant. Listen to this. The monster showed up just after midnight, as they do. I love that. It's fantastic. I don't know if you're familiar with the author Patrick Ness. You need to be familiar with the author Patrick Ness. Uh, if you're a lover of story, you, you should be reading his, his books. He's an incredible writer. He writes exquisitely crafted young adult fiction. I was enthralled with his uh, Chaos Walking series. In, in those books, Ness created an emotionally poignant world, and he does it without a lot of excuse or explanation. It's just the world as it is, and it's, it's really beautiful. Living their lives within this world kept me turning the pages through all three books. So I recommend those. Again, notes in the uh, show notes will will have links to all of these. Ness also has a new novel I've not read called The Rest of Us Just Live Here. And it's a book apparently about normalcy. I've not read it, but I'm confident that Ness can turn a novel about the mundane into something compelling and fun to read because that's just what he does. But anyway, I digress. Back to A Monster Calls. This is an honest, emotionally layered story. And of course, there's a monster involved, so that makes it cool. The monster is a living yew tree. Uh, more on that in just a second. The, the monster helps Connor to understand the compounded grief and pain that he's experiencing as a young man. The monster tells Connor stories to help him see reality in ways that he couldn't see before and how he can ultimately accept the inevitable, as painful as that may be. Of course, before there's acceptance, there's destruction. And while understandable, destruction and anger proves to not be ultimately healing. Now that, said the monster, is how destruction is properly done. Beautiful. The other characters of the story are great. They're fully developed and meaty, uh, but don't take over the story. The mother and grandmother feel like real people who I've actually met at some point. Now, I, I want to touch a little bit, though, on the folklore of the story. And the folklore of the story actually revolves around yew trees. So yew mythology uh, is mainly from Britain. Um, and any yew mythology that we have in the U.S. Is, uh, has come mostly from Britain. So... The story is actually set in England, where yew trees are commonly found in churchyards. Most of them are old. Some of them are ancient. Some yew trees in England are estimated to be up to 4,000 years old. And so it's no wonder that magical and transformative properties are associated with these massive conifers. Old yew trees take on monstrous shapes, which I am sure became inspiration for the monster in the story. English yew lore is a finely woven tapestry of pagan legend and Christian symbolism. Yew trees are not really common in the United States as they are in their native England. There is a rare species found in northern Florida and a more common species found in the Pacific Northwest. And so because of this, we don't really have quite the entertaining yew folklore in North American folklore as is carried on in the British Isles. 
the the cedar tree actually tends to carry more of the tree lore here. Um, there is, uh, and I'll, I'll put a link to this in the notes, an interesting Maka First Peoples creation legend that involves the origin of a, of a yew tree. Otherwise, little is really said about these gnarly giants. Many an American suburban home, however, is garnished with a miniature version of the yew. It's also known as the mountain yew, or perhaps more commonly, the juniper. So a juniper bush is actually just a tiny little yew tree. This story uh, by Patrick Ness uh, is not an original story. Uh, in fact, Ness says at the beginning of the book that it, this isn't really his idea. He's the finisher of the book. And Ness gives a beautiful, fitting tribute to the story's origin in the preface. Siobhan Dowd was the author of several young adult novels published in her lifetime, and some posthumously. And here's what Ness said about her. She had the characters, a premise and a beginning. What she didn't have, unfortunately, was time. Siobhan died from breast cancer in 2007, and Ness honored her life by finishing the story for her, and he did a fine job of it. Oh, and I need to say the illustrations. A Monster Calls is atmospherically illustrated by Jim Kay. He's known for his Harry Potter illustrations, so you, you can find him. Actually, there's a YouTube video that I'll link up in the show notes that uh, talks a little bit about that. But I recommend getting a physical copy of this book for the illustrations alone. Grief and anger, destruction, change, and redemption. This story of a yew tree monster and a young boy confronting pain as no kid should ever have to confront. It's rich and it's emotionally satisfying. Read the book before you see the movie. That's a rule. Purchase a copy at your local independent, not corporate, but independent bookstore because independent bookstores need your help to exist. So do that. Uh, if you do not have an independent bookstore near you, purchase a copy through one of the links at folkloristic.com slash podcast. And uh, that will help to support this project. I hope you pick up a copy. Let me know what you think when you read it. I would love to hear your reaction to A Monster Calls by Patrick Ness. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast, and I hope that you have a magical week. See ya.